Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 732. And today we're going to dive into the city of Jinky 47, which is transfiguration. Transfiguration is the transformation of the figure, uh, a different definition of form. When I contemplate this um, word, it always makes me think about the Shroud of, tu- of Turin, uh, um, the Jesus uh, face, um, kind of like um, transferred into a, a piece of cloth. <clears throat> and um, the scientists have studied this, and uh, it, there is really no way that this could be made with the technology uh, that we even have right now. And it's the power of God manifesting and all the way um, taking that transmutation that we um, have seen in the couple past couple episodes. Um, all of that suffering, all of that challenge, all of that um, transformation, transmutation, all of these changes, little changes accumulating transforming, remembering, and uh, collapsing all of this past uh, of a personal and all of the bloodline, all of the fractal line, genetic fractal line, and transforming the body into light. So much is the presence of God. The consciousness is absolute. The presence in the present is absolute, that the light of God, literally the divine light of creation, transforms the body. The cells raise the frequency so high that it elevates the frequency of the cellular structure, collapses the seven bodies, and activates the full body Merkaba. And then... um, no longer is there, uh, there is no physicality. It's not that there is no physicality, it's that physicality has been stored as a sort of choice uh, of of navigation within the uh, embodiment. This is even beyond Christ consciousness. This is, uh, this is uh, we're still further away as a civilization to uh, experience this. Before we can get there, we have to experience Christ consciousness and then um, integrate that and, and, you know, become one. There's the nine um, initiations that we um, looked into on Jinky 22, if you want to check that out. Um, But this happens rarely. Um, Obviously, the most uh, famous of it is uh, Jesus, Jesus Transfiguration. All of this suffering that we can see in, in the passion of the Christ, right? In the, all of this um, integration of all of this of suffering. And then transformation. After the three days in the cave, which by, by mystic um, traditions. Because Jesus was an Essene. He was a part of a very mystic order. So he didn't just go into the cave you know, without knowing what's what was going on, he left the body um, when he was um, in the cross. So it appeared that he was dead, and then he returned into the body, 
inside the cave after they brought him down. Because usually back in the day, they would um, um, break their the knees of the people that would, would be on the cross. And then the thoracic box would... Um, um, would would not have any 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 um, <clears throat> uh, balance. It wouldn't have the, any anything that would sustain it. And then the uh, actually people that were crucified would uh, asphyxiate. And then that's how they died. But um, that did not happen with Jesus. Um, he um, he suddenly died. And. And everybody, uh, it, it was it wasn't necessarily how it happened, so they just brought him down, and the scenes were there. All all the masters were waiting for it. It was it was this wasn't a you know a thing that just happened to Jesus. You know there was a whole plan to bring this whole knowledge into the world, and so they did a masterful work. They take Jesus into the cave, and then he goes into his. Um, work because basically what he did in the cave was just build this um the light body uh the 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 whole collapse of all the seven bodies very powerful sacred geometry contemplation uh focus attention and at that point you know jesus was a full-blown master so he literally translated allowed god or divine consciousness, the mystery, whatever you want to call it, to uh, transform the cellular structure of um, of his body. And then um, when, <clears throat> and it's not like he hadn't done it before. That was the public um, showcase of it. By the time a master can do that, that will, uh, then at that point they can do it in public. So it's not like it was the first time, but, he had already taken his body with him. He had already ascended. But that was the public show of of that, right? Opening the big rock that nobody's supposed to be able to move that covered the t- tomb, right? And then um, he ascended. So ascended, we were looking, we're thinking at this elevation of the body. And at that point, there are no laws of physics that affect the consciousness. Consciousness is master of physicality. So anything he would have ever wanted to do, he he did. And many masters do many different things. Throughout, throughout history, we have a lot of these Tibetan masters uh, achieve the rainbow body, which is the same thing because the electromagnetic field is a rainbow body. But in this, in this point, the body and the electromagnetic field, the aura, become one. And you have that collapse of these seven bodies. So we're going to be talking about a, a true mystery here, um, our true destiny. This is ultimately where we're all going, where all of humanity is going. Um, in order for it to happen in a, at a global level, at a whole human race level, it's going to be a while. Um, but popcorns are going to start popping up, just like it happens throughout history. A pop here, pop. A pop here, there, there, pop, 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 and then eventually uh, we're out of here. And it has happened uh, in um, massive scale a few times that we are aware in this last um, eon, because even before this whole um, civilization, there were other civilizations before, but we've had um, the people from Easter Island, they achieved this stuff. 
And it basically is um, raising a, a level of frequency that is so high that it uh, ceases to be uh, able to be perceived by the people with a lower frequency. So it's not that they went anywhere. Is that they are, I mean, they can travel, you know, because now you have the Merkaba activated, the full uh, um, interstellar vehicle or inter-multidimensional vehicle that takes literally your body with you. At that point, you don't, don't need spaceships or anything. You know, you can go anywhere in the multiverse with pure attention. Um, so, but these people just uh, started existing in another frequency of vibration. The people, the first people of the Mayans, because there's uh, two civilizations that happened there. They were the ones who built all these amazing pyramids and had this incredible technology. And then when they were gone, then you had all the people kind of take over those uh, ruins or these this, uh, cities that they left behind. And, um, and then those were not very advanced. And there's been other people in Africa and, and, and India and all over the place. You know, this is the kind of stuff you don't hear it in the news because they don't want people to be enlightened. They don't want people to believe that there's a way out of here, right? And it's not really a way out because when you look at really um, what this means, it's actually completely being here. Uh, when we're looking at the, the whole 47 city, all the journey from oppression and transmuting that oppression in the in the in the in the gift <clears throat> this is the culmination of this transmutation a full transformation of the body itself we start with consciousness transmute then the emotion and then eventually we transmute the body and it transfigures it becomes pure light and this is multidimensional light so it's wherever the master wants to travel. It's not just uh, physical physicality, but multidimensional traveling. Any parallel multiverse the master wants to travel, any um, any plane of existence, it's all uh, a focus of attention away. It's all present because it is all present. The consciousness of God is shining through the master and it is manifesting all possibilities, all potentials. So we're going to be diving into the 40, 47th city of transfiguration today. But if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a menu, nab with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. You can listen to that episode, episode 256, and that will get you started with what we're doing here. On that page, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to navigate these 64 basic building blocks of reality. How consciousness weaves through reality, how consciousness manifests, uh, the reconfiguring of the building blocks of reality. And everything springs out of this. And so as we uh, learn how to understand that, how consciousness moves through us, we little by little we are transmuting, we are changing, we are becoming, we are evolving, we are um, returning home. And that's our goal here. Home is not out there. There are other heavens, right? There are other planes of existence, but it's not necessarily home is not there. Home is here. 
to have your attention completely in the present. And I'm talking about a whole other level of reality. There's no personality anymore. There's no uh, the one who thinks. There's no thinking anymore. Thinking is gone. There's only knowing. And when I mean my knowing, I mean fully embodied knowledge of experience. There is pure truth. And pure truth, it comes because we have had experience. And that's what we're after here. So this hologenetic profile, when you click on that link, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your map. It's free to download. And it's specifically uh, designed for your very specific genetic configuration in this biomachine you're writing in this reality. And the specific soul uh, script, if you will, um, that is going to connect you with that body. And, um, and this is still just the entry point. So you get your map. You come back to episode 256, and there's a whole explanation of how to read this map on that page. There's links, there's resources for more links on the Jinkies websites. There's a video, there's another podcast, there's charts, there's an index of all the areas of this map and, and where you can find them. We have over 700 episodes um, that talk about this stuff. When you see any word on that map, just click on the search bar above and um, on TV, and you can... You can um, find one or many episodes that talk specifically about that word. And um, at some point, we're going to get through all of these 64 jinkies. So we are right now at the very end of jinky 47. We got about um, um, 16 jinkies to go, and then we're going to have them all. But we have a lot. So you definitely have, um, you know, some starting point here. And at some point, you're going to realize that this map is just an entry point. It has 11 areas that we're looking in the unconscious for um, what we're doing is learning how to become present. And we cannot be present as long as we have attention in the unconscious. Whereas we have attention in the conscious, we simultaneously, we're so powerful that we have simultaneous attention in the unconscious. Everything must become conscious. And so we're looking into the unconscious to rescue our attention from the unconscious. And we have 11 areas areas on entry point on that map. And once you go through that and you understand all of that, you realize that our job is the entire 64 points that we're doing. That map that you're seeing with those 11 uh, circles, it turns into a three-dimensional 64 junction point, uh, what Nassim, ha- Nassim Haramain calls the vector equilibrium. And this is ultimately the map of life, the map of consciousness moving through physicality, and that is ultimately where we're going, what we're doing, understanding all of reality, all of the manifestation of consciousness through all of physicality. And uh, we're doing, we're going through this 47 uh, city, which is part of the ring of alchemy. There are seven, there's um, um, 22 rings and the, these are equated to the um, major arcana of the tarot. And these are the major transformations or major junction points of, of consciousness through reality. And uh, this is how um, reality moves, how consciousness moves through and changes through alchemy. And uh, this is one of them. Uh, the other uh, four, the other three are jinky uh, numbers um, six, 64, and 40. Yep, yeah, 6, 47, 40, and 64. And uh, every every uh, ring is different. We have some, we're going to be probably doing a series on these rings also. But uh, 
<clears throat> this um, 47 city of transfiguration. Um, before we dive into that, um, if you want to learn more about uh, Planet Homemaking and Jordan.tv and Pearl Planet and Who Am I, click on the About tab and go and listen to Episode 1. And that'll let you know what we're uh, what we're doing here. We're basically our our goal with this brand is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. We do not have a real civilization right now. We have real people. We have real relationships. We have real creations of the people. But uh, once the creations reach a certain point, they get absorbed by what we call the matrix hierarchical matrix system. And uh, this is uh, uh, an illusion that all of this reality is enmeshed in all of the people in this world or, or most people of this world that are enmeshed in. And we need to break through uh, that illusion. And in order for us to do that, we need to realize um, the what's called the divine dichotomy, the, um, the divine paradox. We are all of reality, all of humanity is one organism. It's so advanced that it appears to be separate. And uh, as long as we continue to see each other as, as a separate, we, uh, we, are, we are not really going to break through this matrix, hierarchical matrix system. And so on that page, um, there's a, a, an episode one on the about page um, or the about link at the bottom. Uh, you will see a resources section. And that explains what's been going on in the last three years at a physical level. We're in the middle of, a, of the transition out of this uh, hierarchical matrix system into what's called Christ consciousness, which is basically the manifestation of this, uh, div- the understanding of this divine paradox. And it's an initiation. And the, and the funny thing is that in order for us to recognize that God is one and we're all God, uh, we need to become in sovereign individuals with a, with a um, unique point of perspective that is not uh, influenced by anything. And then that eventually takes you to the dissolution of the personality, the individual personality, and the recognition of the 360-degree angle, which is seeing all perspectives simultaneously. And uh, But before we do that, we enter through the unique perspective, which is your individuality. And uh, so... In order to do that, we are being facing right now our greatest oppression, right? Our greatest challenge, which is um, a, a, a consequence of our own unconscious of every single person in the world and has manifested as what we call the world shadow. And it's, uh, it's fear. It's fear, it's control, it's power expressed through fear at a global level that has affected every single area of life. Every system in the world, every, every um, politics and, and government and economics and finance and, and, and education and pharma, pharmaceutical companies and corporate world and the tech world, every single thing, it's infected by this um, shadow, world shadow. And what it is, is unconsciousness. Unconsciousness. When you are unconscious, you hurt other people. You hurt yourself and you hurt other people because you're afraid. And that is, uh, that is an illusion because the only thing that exists is life. Life is, and life is love. Without love, the subatomic particles of everything wouldn't uh, merge with each other and create stuff. That is love. That gravity is love. And electromagnetism is love. Everything is love. But 
because we have been given free will, we have the uh, ability to become unconscious about things. And when we become unconscious, we become afraid. And when we become afraid, we start fighting the world, fighting each other, fighting life. And and when we're doing that, we're we're hurting ourselves and we're hurting the world. And so we are in the middle of this transition and our greatest challenge is to become aware of what the fuck is going on right here in ourselves. Number one priority, this is why we're doing um, this jinkies work and then at a global scale. Um, so that's what we're doing here. All of that information is there. Um, I am not a spiritual teacher. I don't believe that their spiritual teachers exist. You, you can have a teacher that teaches you how to drive or a teacher that, you know, teaches you how to write because these are things that we can do in physicality. But spirituality is the study of yourself, the story of how God moves through life and, and, and the realization of, of your true um, essence. And no one can tell you who you are. So that's why spiritual teachers don't exist. There is what is called hierophants, which are incredibly advanced um, beings that have become this, what, what we've talked about here, this transfiguration, this, this full-on manifestation of the, of the, um, of the Merkaba, the, not consciousness Merkaba, but physical Merkaba, and metaphysical simultaneously, this rainbow body collapsing of these seven bodies. And they've taken their body with them and turned them into light. And, uh, and so these are people that know, literally know how physicality can be transformed. And still... Because it's, you know, spiritual journey is a personal experience. They can't teach everybody this. They can coerce and, and, and push and manipulate and, and, and do every single trick in the book to trick people into realizing this. And they got about a one in a million success rate. I'm talking about pe people like Jesus and Buddha and um, Pharaoh Ratabin and um, Ramtha, people that have really made it to the other side. And, uh, um, well, you know, one in a million is not that bad because uh, we have um, eight billion people here. So that would be, you know, about, what, uh, 8,000 people. Am I right? Uh, so a million would be a thousand, one, one in a million. And then, yeah, about with that, you change the entire world. So they're incredibly important, and this is this is because of these people is why we're here. I mean, look at the power, the power of Jesus. We have our calendar based on his birth, right? And because of Jesus, we have um, love or the teaching of love. So incredibly powerful masters, but it's not something that you can turn learn from Deepak Chopra, you know, or even um, um, uh, what's his name. Um, or um, Eckhart Tolle, right? We are just, oh, everybody, we're just coaches. Coach, a coach helps people help themselves because you cannot tell people how to do this thing. But we're helping ourselves. We're helping other people. We're sharing information. People write books. You read books. You watch videos. That is love. We do this because of love. Because, because when you start feeling the divine light of creation, experiencing it, it goes through you. It wants to go. There is no ending to this thing. There is no holding back the love of God. You start seeing yourself in others. and uh, But you understand that every uh, this is a personal journey. So for me, this is every day. This is my daily contemplation. And um, 
I'm a student of the great work. I'm putting this in a podcast format so that other people can find it and use it for themselves. And um, and this is this is what how I'm doing my own uh, contemplation of these uh, archetypes, right? So uh, let's dive into this 47th city of transfiguration. Very challenging to talk about cities because we're talking about the reason why we contemplate these cities is because every time you put your attention on these incredibly magnificent, glorious, multidimensional, supernatural concepts, um, you align yourself with that timeline. And so now you are on track to become this, to allow this to transform you because you have chosen, because every time we position our attention somewhere, we are choosing the future. We are literally choosing our destiny. If this is what the world wants you to be focusing your attention on stupidity, that's going to take you on a, put you in a box. But when you put your attention on this stuff, you are, you have made a decision and you say, God, I want to experience this. And God says, all right, let's walk the talk. Let's, let's take the journey. And when you're ready, I will show you the door. And so little by little, as we contemplate this, we do get glimpses and we do get experiences that are incredible, amazing and multidimensional and supernatural. And, and little by little, we, it, it is transforming us. It's, it's, it's the little mutations are having happening within us. And at some point, when we have cleared out our um, reservoir of shadow in the unconscious, where we ha- when we have done our work, become aware and conscious of who we are, of what is happening within ourselves, when we have understood life, when we have true knowledge, the door opens. And that's when we walk into this. Uh, it, it, it happens. This isn't something you make happen. This is one of the biggest mistakes of, it's not a mistake, but it's because, you know, we're always learning. But it's a, it's a, it's a waste of time, you know, to, to um, try to become enlightened. There is no trying like old Master Yoda used to say. You do or do not. There is no trying, right? And we can't. You can't. The only thing that you can do is open your heart so big that it takes over your mind and you're no longer thinking. You're just loving. And when you live in that love, at that point, you don't need enlightenment because you're completely fulfilled. And then naturally and organically, you're going to feel that the spirit moving through you, guiding you and navigating you, right? You, you being danced at, the, at that point. And eventually that becomes your life. And ultimately the door appears because you don't need it anymore because you're not thinking about it, because you're not looking about enlightenment. You just love. And love is the way. Love is the answer. Love is everything. So uh, let's dive into this 47th city of transfiguration, the true meaning of the crucifixion of Christ. Transmutation never ends. It, uh, it simply outgrows its casing. And this is what occurs through the 47th city of transfiguration, which makes me think. that once you um, think, think, maybe think, right? Now I'm thinking. <laughs> that um, after this transfiguration, the story continues. That is, that, is, that, is, that is the way it is. You know, the story never ends. So there's that transmutation is going to be happening at a higher frequency level. These masters are on a journey transmuting themselves into the next multiverse, whatever that means, right? We have these octaves of sound, music, 
we are here in this octa octave right here, which is pretty nasty. And then and then we have, you know, that evolution. Now you have you have your whole collapsing of your seven bodies. You are you are your own, you know, multidimensional spaceship. That is what these masters are. And then and then, you know, they are having their own next layer of reality, whatever that means, right? So it never ends. And that is life. Life has no beginning, it has no end, it is forever. To have that con concept in our minds, it gives us peace because we, give, we get so stressed out with getting things done in a certain time because we're living within time. But to contemplate a life without time, there is no that you're going to reach anywhere because it's all here. That contemplation in itself, if we can allow eternity into our contemplation, take away all of the stresses that we have in this reality that is built on stress, and 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 let that concept, that contemplation, become visceral. You can feel it with your entire body, and and then take it into your life, into the little things, into the things that you're tired and bored and pissed about doing. And see if you can imbue yourself with that, that eternity, that concept that I, who I am, who we are, there is no death for life. And so um, a lot of people find um, eventually that peace that allows them to navigate through all the boring and you know, tedious things of life. They, tr they become beautiful because now there's no time in them. It's not an easy job. Like I said, none of this is easy. But it could be if we, if we surrender into love and our life becomes about love and loving everything. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean to love? What does it mean to become love? What does it mean to experience and give love? And what does it mean to, you know, attempt to, to experience love when you're really upset or when you're really tired? And when you, you know, you just, you know, you're annoyed by people. Yeah, that is, that is the work right there. So transmutation um, um, outgrows its casing. Uh, this is the city of transfiguration, the, the, the next layer of transmutation. So this word transfiguration, it's almost entirely associated with Christ's ascension and resurrection. It refers to his shining countenance. When he reappears after his crucifixion, the life of Jesus Christ is the perfect enactment of all the stages of alchemical transmutation ending in this state of transfiguration because he was a master. He was, a, he was first an initiate and a student and then a master. And he studied in many, many schools of mystic schools, not just the scenes, but the Druids, the Hindu, the mystics of the Middle East, uh, the, Egypt, the Egyptian mystery schools. And, uh, and we have all of these students of all these, these schools um, mastering, mastering attention to the point that, you know, what Carlos Castaneda called uh, um, the second attention, they can, they can become in two places at once. And you can have one attention here and another attention is yours. Your attention is in another place. This is the beginning of what we're talking about, this 360 degree attention of the 
dissolution of the personality, ultimately when you can see all points of attention simultaneously, all of humanity from every single point of attention, you have returned back to God and you're no longer you. There is just consciousness, right? But in order to do that, we have to have that direction, that free will that positions our attention. And eventually you you clack that second attention, right? Uh, what they call the movement of the assemblage point. And it's uh, all of this stuff is in the ancient uh, traditions. And you see it in Tibetan books, in, in Hindu books, in Egyptian books. These mystery, mystery, mysteries, uh, they have been withheld from modern world, you know. Because this is what we are. You can't control people that are this powerful. And and ultimately, um, when you really start understanding these mysteries, you realize that the power that they fear, that the people in fear, power, uh, in, in you know, the people that are stuck in the personality, in, in control, fear this power because it cannot be controlled. But in order to achieve it, you have to let go of that control. So, you know, you cannot even achieve it. If you don't, if you don't uh, really let go of of that fear, of that control, and you really dive into pure service, service to life, service to uh, God within all, everyone, and starts within yourself. How do you love yourself so deeply that it opens yourself, your whole um, reality, to to the to the art of contemplation? It's called alchemy. It's called the royal art, right? You got all these levels of alchemy when you're transmuting, all you are changing. And we talked about this throughout the shadow and the gift of this jinky. You're changing yourself. You're changing, you're allowing change to transform your attention to the point that you can actually see yourself from the eyes of another. You can see them from their eyes. You can have an experience, and it's going to be a nasty one. You're going to have these transmutations. They're not pretty. You know, you get an experience. It's a challenge, and you're like, fuck, you know. I mean, I thought I was so enlightened, you know, and now I have to deal with this shit. Boom. Here it is. See yourself from the eyes of another. See their life from their eyes. And experience and understand that in eternity, this is a blink of an eye. This is, this is part of the grand transmutation. This little interaction you're having with someone. This little challenge in the, in the scope of all of the multiverse and simultaneously is incredibly valuable and important. There is nothing that is not important within all of creation. And then when we are able to simultaneously experience pure love, for whatever challenge we're experiencing or whatever conversation that it's being, you know, pushing, pushing your buttons, right? Um, and uh, being completely 100% aware of the schemes of the personality within the people, within your relationship, and address them as such and not lose that love because it's you. We are all one thing, right? So, um, this is an alchemical transmutation. Alchemical transmutation ultimately is going to give us gold, right? The gold. The gold is the transfiguration of the body. Um, so if we can escape, um, you know, if, um, wait, right, if we, if we leave behind the dogma and the opinion surrounding Jesus, we look at his life um, at, a, at this level, 
of transfiguration and we see the great secret of all human life. Christ's life represents the life of every human when they hold nothing back and embrace everything. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is our destiny. This is why it's so epic. Because it's the manifestation, the, the experience of the perspective of all perspectives simultaneously. Embrace all of life. Hold nothing back. Be fully, completely living. And obviously when you look at that, you freak out because you're like, my God, I can't get there. No, because we got to work in the unconscious. Little by little, these little mutations we talked about in the gift of transmutation. And then at some point you start seeing. And you're going to have your experiences because ultimately it's all about experience. We cannot stick on the philosophy because this philosophy is not going to give us life. It gives us a map and, and data and information, right? Direction. Where to put our attention is incredibly valuable because... It, it helps us position our attention. But once we position our attention and the divine light of creation starts flowing through that, then we're manifesting reality because that's what's going to do. Every time you put your attention on somewhere, you are manifesting reality. And then once you get your manifestation, then you can have your experience. And then you're fucking pissed. You're like, fuck, I hate these people. What the fuck? Is blah, blah, blah. Have you seen life from their eyes? Is your love so grand? Is the love of God within you that you're allowing so grand that you can see why people are where they are? Why are they expressing whatever they're expressing? And can you feel compassion? Can you feel love? Can you see yourself in that same situation? And that is that is you know that is the journey. Once you tap in, once you tap into that love. Everything goes out the window. And, and and sometimes it's not. I mean, I know people that they're enlightened, right? And they've been 20 years hating their parents for one fucking bullshit that they did. They was nasty when they were kids. Very challenging stuff. But this is the journey. And then you break through and, um, and still address simultaneously, not become a, a weird um, new age, you know, dummy. Right? That just, you know, acts physicality, pretending that things are not what they are. They are what they are. At a physical level, you have the personality running the show, putting things in boxes, pushing power trips and controls on reality because of fear. But if you can't see that behind all of these schemes and this bullshit that we experience in the matrix, in because we're all part of it, right? You can see fear. They're just afraid. Just like parts of you are. Afraid little kid. Afraid. And if we can have compassion, we can see, we can observe and say, well, this is what's happening. And simultaneously address whatever you need to address at a physical level. You're not going to hang out with them or, or whatever. You're not going to participate in the dramas of the world. But sometimes the world pushes you to participate in certain, um, you know, Things in life because you're going, the way that you're going to respond to whatever, you know, nastiness is going on there, it's going to trans, it's going to bring that transmutation that you have within and it's going to connect it into the larger manifestation. Life is using you already, your internal work as, 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 as,
as a, as a for 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 the light of creation to land into areas of reality. And you're gonna go like, stop! But I don't want to deal with this shit. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I understand what's going on here, and I love. And at the same time, you're like, God, I got shit to do. And God says, No, baby, look at this. Be be there because your light, it's going to change at a you know sub you know subconscious level, a lot of darkness that's going on in the world. And it's not something that you're doing consciously. God uses us because we're part of the large fractal to um, to land in areas of reality. This is this is. You, you say you want love. You say you want to experience love. You say you want to give love. Well, here it is, baby. Be love in the midst of this shit. And when you surrender, you start feeling the, the value of that, and you start seeing how. It's not something that you do. You just do your thing. You just be honest with yourself. You just be real. You you navigate. And because of that, that presence, that frequency, it's affecting the field at a subatomic level. This is, uh, we become beacons of consciousness, beacons of frequency. But it's not something that you do. It's something that you, uh, that you, that you allow yourself to be a, a conduit. Because, you, you know, that's what love is. You, you open your heart so much that at some point, at that point, you're no longer uh, in control. And that is exactly moving away from fear, moving away from control. You're no longer in control of the love. Love can't be controlled. But the experience of love is so grand that you don't care. You're like, fuck control, man. I'm happy. I'm filled with love. Love is so beautiful that, you know, whatever I think I wanted to control, it's, it's a waste of time and energy. I'm just, this is fantastic. And that fantastic starts expanding. And it isn't you, your personality, that is doing any of that stuff. We are returning back to the grand organism. We are acting like a, you know, like a cell of a liver or a cell of a, you know, of a lung. You look at your whole body as one organism, you know, the, the lung cell is not going to say, well, I'm not going to be a lung cell. Or the, you know, the, you know, the, the intestine is going to say, I'm not going to be an intestine cell or a brain cell or a heart cell. They all recognize that they are where they are and they are providing, they're, 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 they're part of the whole. And that is love right there. Um, so this is holding nothing back and embracing everything. So there have been descriptions of similar transfigurations throughout the world. Notably, the Tibetans have many records of people attaining the rainbow body. The ancient Taoists of China ha- also have record, rec- records dating back many centuries of masters who attained the state of transfiguration. This 47th city reveals the ultimate purpose of the non-coding DNA or the junk DNA, right? What what disrespect these fucking scientists morons. (laughs) And I say that, you know, just after talking about love and everything, you know, appreciation. But it's also it's also beautiful because what, what am I referring to is the personality, right? How disrespectful to say that it's junk DNA. Junk DNA. This is God, right? So um, 
So it's the ultimate purpose of the, you know, junk DNA within the body, or and I call it non-coding DNA, right, within the body, which uh, which does um, code, actually does code for a process within the physical body after all. At that point, it's when it activates. It's been activating little by little on your journey, but at that point, it fully opens up. And this is why lately uh, we've been liking so many uh, superhero movies and that kind of stuff. Well, we've always liked that. You know, you you, you um, listen to the uh, epic of Gilgamesh and all the, the prana, pranayama, uh, what's it called, the uh, uh, Mahabharata, right? And uh, all of these ancient texts that talk about these gods and, and we we look at the Greek gods. We've always liked this stuff. This is just kind of like the modern thing that we've been having lately. But it is, um, but it is because this is who we are. This is our destiny. But it is not about the phenomena. You know, we like it because it's cool. From a personality perspective, we'd like to have that much power because we would not feel afraid if we would, you know, can take bullets or fly or you know, sit down. Anybody that shows up with a supernatural punch, right? That's what the personality wants. That's why they covet these supernatural abilities. But the funny thing is that in order to get them, uh, you, have to, uh, you have to reach a point where you don't care whether you get them or not. Because you've looked into the true work of alchemy, which is love. That transformation of all this fear, this oppression. You got this transmutation that's changing you. And then your life becomes about experiencing love. And next thing you know, you know, you become telepathic. Next thing you know, you're navigating through your reality and, and you know, miracles happen. But you're like kind of Mr. Magoo. You're, like, doo, doo, doo. you're just going, doing your thing because you're already fulfilled. Right? Um, so the force of transmutation strips uh, the personality of the emotions. It strips everything from you emotionally and mentally to such an extent, to the ultimate extent, that it eventually reaches down into the physical matter of the body. It's going to strip down everything. God is taking over the, the omni uh, uh, um, point of attention. We have our own individual frequency tone, point of attention of a plateau, right? From which we are observing and creating reality. And then the consciousness of God, the omni point of attention, which is all points of attention simultaneously, starts taking over. And, you know, there is nothing that can stand in the way of that because that's everything, right? So it's, it's dissolving everything. So the power of the mystery takes over and the very cells of our body begin to transmute into the pure light frequencies from which they are made. We are uh, evolving back home. We came from the light. We were originally just uh, the, the excitement of the void, right? The excitement of the, the, the potential of life that transformed, eventually created time and became matter. And now we're taking all of that knowledge, all of that wisdom of all of these lifetimes and parallel existences, returning back home, healing that sacred wound. Because as, as we realize that we are indeed good enough and we are indeed worthy of love, we are realizing, I am worthy of love. I'm worthy of love. And then love says, yeah, 
And then you're experiencing that love. You're returning home. We are returning home. Um, so the elements that make up our body were made in the stars. Yes, we are made out of stardust, these physical bodies, right? And the, the body turns um, back into a star in our own mini supernova. This is transfiguration. This is ascension. The whole of the elements of the stars implode and becomes this radiant light. That is when you see the master levitating and there's a light on the master because the body is vibrating so fast. The, the, you know, we got that matter that it's, that it's uh, oscillating in, in intervals that are so very close to each other that they're no longer um, physical. They're no longer matter. In that moment, they turn into light. And the master has the ability to return into physicality at will. Manifest the body. Become that body. And then transform it into light. Not just one light, but seven levels of light. Different, they can exist in different um, planes of existence. Wherever they position their attention. Because now they have mastery of all of, uh, of this multiversal uh, consciousness. In this multiverse. Mastery of this reality. This holodeck, if you will, of, of, of reality. Um, so this is the final state described by the alchemist. The union mystica or sacred marriage in which all our constituent elements dissolve back into one another. And now out of our base matter, this oppression, this gold is formed. So out of oppression turns into ascension. This is the alchemical transmutation of consciousness. To take all of this oppression, and we have so much of that in the world right now. Take all of this oppression that's inside of us and let uh, allow it to... To um, little by little dissolve all of that we hold back. All of the love that we hold back. For every opportunity that we have to love that we would rather hate. or, Or act vengeful. Or any of that stuff. We are transmuting. And we're changing and our body and our cellular structure is changing. And more and more light, the divine light of creation, the light of God, the love of God is becoming the essence of ourselves. And one day when we have gone through all of these 64 basic archetypes of um, building blocks of reality and we have allow this knowledge to permeate every single area. We have become completely aware. There is no shadow, no unconsciousness within us. Then the, the cells begin vibrating at a higher frequency until it takes the body. And that's it. We're out of here. Collapsing of the seven bodies. All of that stuff, we talk about all of that stuff in detail in Jinky 22. If you want to listen all of that. But we have um, found, uh, we have reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow we're going to continue with the 47th City um, Part 2, uh, Transfiguration Part 2. 
This is incredibly profound uh, stuff. And uh, like I said, we're looking into these cities because we're aligning ourselves with this future, with this manifestation, this destiny. We get to choose our destiny. It's not like your destiny set on stone. We do, we do come land here with an amazing script that has a future and a, and a, and a, and a, a destiny. But we get to choose whatever we want. Um, but ultimately, if when we usually uh, stick to the script, it, it's, it's better. Or sometimes it's worse. But, you know, ultimately, if you are able to find this and you're contemplating this stuff, this means this is your destiny. You will ascend, literally understand the nature of reality. And, and, and so, but it's about letting go of the need of the ascension. Because <laughs> that's another head trip that, uh, you know, the new agers get stuck in. I will ascend. And next thing, you always make a joke. Next thing you see them 10 years later, now they have no teeth, you know. <laughs> it's true. Fuck, I hope it doesn't happen to me. I shouldn't be making fun of that. <laughs> but, you know, letting go of all of that stuff and, and really um, getting to the point where the purpose of your life is to love. In every single moment, every single experience. And be wise and be, in, you know, integrate all of this stuff. What does it mean? The divine paradox, divine, divine uh, dichotomy. There is only one of us here. So um, tomorrow we're going to dive into that. You can find the podcast app on every podcast app out there. Um, and you can see also we have all of those links in Jorn.tv. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. When you click on any page uh, right underneath the podcast, you will see uh, uh, all of this. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Reason, High Heart Radio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podvine, and many more that we don't even know about. Um <laughs> And um, when you're on Jordan.tv, at the bottom um, menu, uh, in the About tab, you will find also all our social media links. We have a Telegram chat room, a Telegram ch uh, news channel, a Twitter account, a Rumble, a Truth Social, and a Clubhouse. And all of that is there. You can follow us there. And uh, we have the Pioneers link also at the bottom. That will take you to the category in TV, the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are sessions that we have with guests on our podcast that share with us the story of their change, how they went into the darkness and uh, found God, found their own healing, found their strength, found their sword, their, whatever they found there that got them out of there. And now they're sharing it with the world. And that is um, that is the process that we all have to go, the dark night of the soul. And uh, once we uh, got to the other side, you realized that uh, you were too rigid. That's that's really it. You know, we were too clenched like a fucking anus, you know. I'm not going to poop. I'm not going to poop. <laughs> At some point, you have got to let it go. Uh, otherwise, you'll die. Literally. I mean, you know, nobody... Nobody lives in this reality without pooping. <laughs> we have to let go of our fucking shit. And that is ultimately what the dark night of the soul is. Let go of all of our ideas of what we think we are, of how fucking important we are and all these head trips. And just let love change you.
Uh, also on Jorn.tv at the bottom right corner, uh, there's a support button. Uh, if you if you want help with your study with these jinkies, we have one-on-one sessions. Um, I'm a life coach and a spiritual jinkies guide. And we have a life design program. We're helping people design their lives in alignment with their deeper spiritual purpose. Because a lot of people are trying to use this uh, law of attraction and all of this stuff. And, and without alignment with your true profound essence, uh, you might even get what you want and still be unhappy. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing because I shouldn't because I've, I've lived that. But it is funny once you see it from the other side. We also have a coaching program for people stuck in the dark night of the soul. If you're ready, you do not have to take it for 20 years. You can do it with a shift of an attitude. And we help people shift that. Um, uh, it's it's uh, replacing a habit with another habit. And all of that information, all of those links are at the bottom right corner of TV. Just click on that support button and you can learn more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.